Remember when Jesus Christ even was meeting with a disciple, mm. hallelujah, 
they were still people of the Old Testament, not of the New Testament. Mm. Are you hearing me? Mm. They were communicating with people. He was communicating to people who still very much in the Old Testament. The moment when he died, I was sharing this long last Sunday, that that seed must drop and die. Mm. If it didn't drop and die, that new will and I sing in the Yahoo, Shivakavaka, praise the Lord. Are you in this place? Mm. Hallelujah. So let me give you the scripture for that in the book of Hebrews. I'll read from verse 9. I'll read sorry, Hebrews chapter 9. And I will be specifically reading from verse 15. Let's look at this. And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament. So, he is the mediator of the New Testament. Maybe I'll try to read this. You know, in the, New King, the King James Version gives us testament. Right? Testament. But the word testament is also called will, if you give it to me from the NIV translation. Let's look at it from the NIV translation. So, now, the enemy says, for this reason, Christ is the mediator of the new covenant or the new will. Oh, come on, somebody. He is actually the mediator of the new covenant. That those who are called may receive the promise, promised eternal inheritance. Amen. Wow. Praise the Lord. Okay. And those who are called, think about it. A Christian, the moment that you become born again, you are called. Matter of fact, the word church, say this together with me, church. Church. The chosen one, the separated one. The moment that you become born again, hallelujah, I will build my ecclesia. I will build my ecclesia. That means I will build my chosen ones. Hallelujah. Did you get it? I will build my chosen ones. How powerful is that? Amen. How powerful is that? Every time you allow yourself to be mentored and, 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 and tutored by your pastor, by your man of God, you are allowing the ministry of God, the ministry of the building ministry of the Holy Spirit to build your life into the stage, into a level that God wants you to be. Praise God. The ministry gives such as pastors, preachers, and teachers, hallelujah, prophets, apostles, they were given, they were, give, they were gifts from God, matter of fact, if you, you know, if you go to the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 8, the Bible says, when the Lord Jesus ascended up, when he went up, Receive up to glory. What happened? He gave gifts to men. He gave gifts to men. Hallelujah. But some of that men do me build, build. We tell me so the Lord love that. Can I get along for the people? No, no, so they don't have to love man. They can't wait to celebrate the gift. I'm going to say that. No one can say build, build. Because so they make one of the Lord. He gave gifts unto men. That's the last part there. And then what did he give? First question: What did he give? We found out in verse 11 that this is what he gave. The Bible says, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, Amen. and teachers. For what? What are they for? Verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints, for the works of the ministry. Of the ministry. There's a ministry, there's a calling that the Lord has called us. Amen. You may be asking, what is this ministry, Pastor? The ministry of reconciliation that the Lord has, been, has given to us. In the book of Isaiah, Isaiah the prophet, 
told us that prophesied about the coming Messiah in the book of Isaiah 53. I like, I love reading this because it's one of the evidence over 500 plus prophecies in the Bible concerning the coming Messiah. And Isaiah specifically in, in Isaiah 53, hallelujah, he devoted the whole chapter on describing the nature, the character, and, and, and the man that the Lord is going to send to save the world. Praise God. And then he taught us he was wounded for our transgressions. Hallelujah. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our sin was upon him. Hallelujah. It pleased the Lord to bruise him in verse 10. It pleased the Lord to bruise. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. What? Why? It pleased the Lord to bruise this man and had put him to grief. Praise God. And thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. Praise God. Mm. We thought, the Israelites thought this man, is the Messiah, was supposed to be a political leader. But according to the scriptures of Amadala Takatsukubikenda, Evida na Yambake, active in the ministry tissue, he started when he was 30 years of age. He started when he was 30 years of age. That's according to the book of John, according to the scriptures. Jesus started his ministry at the age of 30, and he died at the age of 33 years old. Praise the Lord. And then, so how come they were waiting for somebody to really save them, you know? They want somebody to be so active and so popular in the political arena. Are you hearing me? But the Lord sent the Messiah. Amen. And then this Messiah, he had a mission. The mission is to target and destroy the work of darkness. Praise the Lord. Remove and obliterate sin. Right? How can, how, how did Jesus obliterate sin? How did he do it? Died on the cross, take away the sin of the world. How come? How can he really take away the sin of the world? Praise God. We can still now today see around us, there's still people committing adultery and all those kind of things. Praise God. We still label them as sinners. What did he do on the cross? What did Jesus Christ do on the cross? If you ask them this kind of question, they'll say, yo, <laughs> some, they really do not know what to say. Praise the Lord. They think maybe whatever that Jesus Christ did on the cross is not really permanent. If he came and obliterates sin, the question is, where is sin? What happened to sin? Praise God. You switch on the tellies, you look at the news, chaos happening everywhere. Praise the Lord. Dangerous news, murder, hallelujah. All those sorts. Still there. What did this man came to do? Praise God. But 
Είδα σπέρα που δεν βγαίνει. Το λόγο να μάθει, θα είχα βγει να μάθει το λόγο να μάθει. Είσαι 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 το Glory to God. The Lord Jesus Christ really, really, really has dealt with sin. And he has really obliterated sin. Amen? Seriously. Say that again to me. Seriously. Seriously. So they become Christian as a pseudo All their life, they go to church, they read the Bible. You know, they go attend cell meetings, but they still carry with them that sin consciousness. They're too conscious of their sins. Hey, you know, I'm this person, I'm this person, and, and, and you spend at the entire time of your prayer life is just forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, and give me, give me, give me. Yeah? Those kind of prayer. Hallelujah. But what did he do? The Lord Jesus Christ, He is our redemption. Say this together with me, redemption. The word redemption comes from the Greek word apolotrosis, meaning He has, He is our reader. He is our reader. He has read everything out of our life already. Praise God. The moment that you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are seriously perfect through that one offering, according to the book of Hebrews. Through that one offering, the Lord has perfected you forever. And then you think, Lord, you, you told me that you're perfect, but I don't feel. You don't need to feel. Because we don't walk by feeling, we walk by faith. Faith is a response of your human spirit to the world. You don't need to feel. Situation around you, people around you, the definition, you know, society, they always try to define you. People around you will always try to define you, always give you the definition. Are you hearing me? But there is a reality inside of you. Glory to God. There's a reality inside of me. Amen? Say, I know who I am. And God knows who you are. Glory to God. God knows who you are. Oh, hallelujah. So, when he came, the Lord Jesus Christ has really dealt with sin. Christians nowadays, they are too conscious of sin and they are less conscious of their righteousness. Many days as well, I've been sharing and, and, and bringing you the word, a Christian is righteous by nature. Amen? You're righteous by nature. And the subject of righteousness is a debate. Hallelujah, among Bible scholars because they think righteousness is achieved by you trying to do something from your side. The Lord knew that whatever that you will do is nothing but a filthy rag. Praise God. The only way that He can make you righteous, because nobody can stand in His presence and call Him Abba Father unless you are His level. His level. But nobody can do that. Nobody can come to that level. But what happened? He brought Jesus Christ as the last Adam. The Bible being referred. I like this. You know, I always love this. Because that's who I am. Every time I 
Look at the scripture that Jesus Christ was the last Adam. And I know that's my lineage. That's who I am. Glory to God. Jesus Christ, the Bible referred to him as the last Adam, not the second Adam. You know, I like how they, they, they bring, you know, they arrange the words. They make sure that he's the last Adam, not the second Adam. If he was the second Adam, there could be a possibility of a third Adam. But the Bible referred to him as the last Adam. Amen. Praise God. And then, you know, the Bible says, if, a, if the Son has set you free or the Son has made you free, you are free indeed. And then, and then in your mind, in your mind, right? You feel victim to, you know, to all of that. The wiles of the devil, the words of the people, society, friends, family. You feel victims. You feel like, you know, Lord, you're saying this. Hallelujah. On one side, but I'm actually feeling this on the other side. In your mind. Glory to God. Matter of fact, let me give you the scripture. Praise God. Send the blessing of the Lord. I know who I am. Hallelujah. Now, go together with me to the book of Colossians, chapter 1, and I will read from verse 20. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20. The scripture says, And having made peace through the blood of his cross. So the Lord has made has made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say, whether they be things on earth or things in heaven. So what happened? When he was on the cross, everything was made or was reconciled unto him. Everything was enemy. Alright? The whole world was under a curse. Praise God. Because man, when God created man, hallelujah, when he created everything, he didn't give them spirits. Dogs, they don't have spirits. Cows, they don't have spirits. Parrots and birds, they don't have spirits. Men have spirits. Hallelujah. Why? You, you know it already. There are actually two scenarios in the book of Genesis of creation. The Bible says, let us create men in our own image and likeness. That was when he created the human spirit first. And then in Genesis chapter 2, the Bible says, God formed men from the dust of the earth. Meaning, he put a form on that spirit being that he initially created. So that that man can live and walk the earth. Praise God. So, and then I told you, hallelujah, he made sure, when, when God was creating, creating in the beginning, he made sure that he connected everything to their sources. The Bible says God spoke to the water and the water produced the fish. He didn't create fish from certain soil. No, 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 no. He spoke to the water. The water produced the fish. Meaning that the source of the fish is the water. When he created the plants, the Bible let us know God just spoke to the, the, the ground. The ground produces the plants. What does it mean? Hallelujah. That the source of the plants is the soil or the ground. And I like this. When he created human beings, 
He says, let us create men in our own image and likeness first. Gently, Genesis chapter 1. What was happening? He is spirit. He is spirit. So he created man to his, in his source first. You must be connected to spirit because God is spirit. And then, Genesis chapter 2, God formed man from the dust of the earth. Are you hearing me? Glory to God. So, Kenda, the only one that can manage life better is an organism that is connected to the realm of the spirit, connected to him, better stewards or better manager. Now we also learn, because we know we now learn that, that life is spiritual, it's not physical. Your body is not who you are. Are you hearing me? The real you, the one that Jesus Christ came to die for, is not the one outside of you, but the one inside of you. Do you know that? The one that Jesus Christ came to die for is not the one outside of you, is the one inside of you. So the one that's born again is the one inside of you. Praise God. The world has the definition of you outside of you. Your friends, your family, your colleagues, hallelujah, or even you, your own mind. When we go back to the book of Colossians, I was sharing with you from verse chapter 1, verse 20, and having made peace, the Lord, when he was on the cross, he has reconciled all things unto himself. He says, all things. All things. Oh. All things has been reconciled unto him already. Already thousands of years ago when Jesus Christ was on the cross. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself by him. I say whether they be things on earth or things in heaven, everything has been connected back to God. That's the legality of the reality of these things. Everything is connected back to God. He has done it. Sagaibu, mekilana kambula, mekilatalangana tamata talvagui vrumura, nakasa metakavalamoni turama tsuzukarisu. That's why we preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Even the Muslims, the Hindu, the heathen, they already been redeemed. That a Christian is not the one that is actually redeemed. The whole world has been bought. But they don't know that they were bought. They were, they were bought. Praise the Lord. They don't know, hallelujah, the truth of the matter. What Jesus Christ came to do on the cross is, is a done deal. It's a done deal. Spot on. No, that's not how God works. Praise God. The whole world ever seen ecological that everything. Read this Bible verse together with me. And we make peace through the blood of his cross. By him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say. So, the Lord, I like, I like this, I like this. Read this Bible verse again one more time. And having made this through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him to say, whether they be in the earth, or Now this is powerful. So he says, 
Having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, can I bala bala vika kebe sasema 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 lusitali watakulu. Why? Because he has bought the whole world with his blood. Amen. He bought the whole world with his blood. Praise God. The whole world now belongs belongs to God. Na vika kebe sa konektali watakulu whether things in heaven or things in the earth. Even you. Even the sinner, praise God. Even the drunkard, the drug addict, but they don't know. Praise God. They really do not know. Even the plants and the trees, the soil, they're no longer supposed to make you struggle. Are you hearing me? Struggle free life. Okay, then I want to know sweats. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. You may say, okay, what are you saying, Pastor? Yeah. It's the truth of the matter. That's how God initially created Adam. Because he is the God that does it and says, I have done it, go. The glory belongs to him. Praise the Lord. So, okay. Are you serious, Pastor? Yes, it is. Jesus, when he was on the earth, he told him I'm back in. And ministered three and a half years actually. So he came, accomplished everything, and then he went back. He went back. Went back. The prophet Isaiah, I was reading with you, Isaiah chapter 53, verse 10. The Bible says, It pleased the Lord to bruise this man, the Savior, and he had put him to grave when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. And then here, this is the part, this is a beautiful part about this verse. Every time I read this, I know this is me. The Lord saw me. The Lord saw you. He said, and he shall see his sin. And he shall prolong his days. God, look at the Messiah. The Messiah is supposed to be cut off. And then he says, the Lord, look at the seed of the Messiah. Those will come out from the Messiah. And then, that ministry that the Lord gave the Messiah to last only for three years, it will be prolonged. But the seed, which is you and I. And then what happened? The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. But these people, they do not know that the Lord has already reconciled the world back to him. Even the plants. Everything in this world has intelligence. Are you hearing me? Everything in this world has intelligence. They are programmed to hear from God because the word of God created them. When the world was under a curse, when the world, you know, there's a change. The whole world was corrupted, was poisoned by wrong words. Because the masters of the garden, the stewards, the manager of the garden, the manager of the world, which is Adam and Eve, matter of fact, God gave them this title to be to God over the world. But when they failed, everything was programmed differently men struggle in their struggle they release words these things and everything was wrongly programmed praise god so that's why when jesus christ came and he accomplished what he needed to accomplish he told us in the book of matthew let us quickly go there matthew chapter 16 verse 15 he said to them this powerful declaration he said unto them hallelujah glory to god praise god are you still here Sorry, Mark, Mark, not Matthew, Mark. Glory to God. Go to the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 15. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, and he said unto them, Go ye into the world. Go to the world. What do I need to do to, to the world? Preach the gospel to every creature. He's not telling us not just human beings. Every creature. That means the plants, the animals, things in heaven and things in earth. Let them know that the Lord has reconciled the whole world with Himself. They're not supposed to work against you. They must work for you. Yes. The weather, the climate, everything must work for you. Yes. Oh, come on. Are you in this place? Yes. He said, preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature. The ends, yeah. Ends. Bees, bees. Glory to God. Can I tell you must subdue everything with your words. What is the gospel? The gospel is all that Jesus Christ came to do and has accomplished and you have taken. Hallelujah. You received the inheritance. Are you hearing me? The Bible says all things are yours. Even life, death, all are yours. That means you're in charge. Death will come to you. A lot of people think, well, they'll come and, 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 and beautifully speak and say, death is inevitable. Everyone must die. Not a Christian. Death has been abolished. Amen. I refuse to die. I refuse to die. Listen, 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 listen. Many minutes ago, I have entertained the thought, the thought of death is, you know, we walk all our life just to retire and just to wait for death. Sebab so rapat ilmu sana kul kali mengai bagi retire bawa. So they were living all their life to retire and die. Nesakirita nggak ada pas ini bolar sakai apa pun mereka pada pas sana bolus eh going to vetti something or or they are no no they are satu orang. Senarai apa ya? Kalau toko zatan. You know, my mom always, always go like, yeah, you know, I'm going to say, 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 I'm going so, no one like Makareki now, Bunuwain, and on the reason of the causes of all good things and noise, even in the Matan and Lanka. So, the Langa and the confession. Praise God. Because we are just like our Father God. God sits and He speaks. So, He says, Preach the gospel to every creature. Preach the gospel to every creature. So, now, you may not be Jesus, the one that came, the last Adam. But if you see the purpose, the Lord is actually, God is actually prolonging the days of Jesus through his seed, which is you. No doubt, you are the seed of Christ. Because you are born again. You are born of the word. The word is the seed of God. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. The word is the seed of God. So, literally, you are literally the son of God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You don't need to 
to prove by DNA or biologically because God is not biological. He is spirit. Are you hearing me? And everything, since God is spirit, he lives in the realm of the spirit. Truth is him. Praise God. Truth is God. God is truth. Praise the Lord. Not everything that we see around us is all there is. So wherever God lives, even if God chooses to come in the flesh, hallelujah, praise the Lord, or to God, he lives in the spirit. That means wherever God lives, that's where truth and reality is. Reality is not these things that we see all around us. It's a mirage. It's an opposite. It's an illusion. Now I want to give the show the more. God wants us to major in the spirit, live in the spirit, walk in the spirit. How do you walk in the spirit? You walk in the word, not walking in the air. You walk in the word, live in the, live in the word. That's walking in the spirit, living in the spirit. Praise God, walking in the word, living in the word. Praise God. So he told us, preach the gospel to every creature. Why? They must hear you. The gospel must be heard. The gospel must be heard. Glory to God. The gospel must be heard. Tell to everybody they say, the gospel must be heard. Now think about it. The Bible says, Praise God. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 14, the Bible says, how, they, how then can they call on the one in whom they have not believed? The Bible says in verse, from verse 13, look at verse 13. Look at verse 13. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise the Lord. And then look at next verse. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? How do you expect things around you to work together for your good? We always say, the quality of our life that we live here on earth is not so much on the job that you have or the business that you have or the type of marriage that you have or the type of family that you come from or the money that's in your bank account the Bible says a man's life consisted not of the abundance of things he possesses the quality of your life that you live here on earth is dependent on your level of your revelation of the word of God because life is spiritual the designer, the architect of the universe is spirit, not flesh your access to God is a is your access to the mechanics of how things operate <laughs> in the universe. When you come to God, you have everything. You know how to move this from this point to that point, how to maneuver your life, how to direct your life, how to direct your business. Glory to God. So he told us, there's a reason why you are here. We must let the whole world know that salvation has come. That when God was on the cross, from the book of Colossians, we see again, when he was on the cross, all things have been reconciled. Mean all things have been matched up together. 
Everything has been reconciled. Things have been perfected through that one offering. But they don't know it. The sinner doesn't know. That's why he's living that way. Praise the Lord. So he, Jesus came very years, and then what happened? He died. But Isaiah saw, oh, the Lord shall see his seed, and the Lord shall prolong the days of the Messiah in the world. Praise the Lord. Oh, Kasatala Bahaya. That's why, if you go to the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 19, Romans chapter 8, verse 19, the Bible says, For the earnest expectation, the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Oh my God. Look at, look, let's read this from the Amplified Translation. But this is Bible verse from the Amplified Translation. He said, For even the whole creation, all nature, the whole creation, all nature waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be to make to be made known. Waits for the revealing and the disclosing of their sonship. <laughs> wow. Praise the Lord. Everything in this world has intelligence. They are programmed to hear from God. But how will they hear if there's no preacher? How will they hear if there's no preacher? Hallelujah. No wonder the Bible let us know that this book of the law, the word of God, should not depart out of your mouth. Hallelujah. The gospel of Jesus Christ. I know who I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I refuse to lack. When you say, I refuse to lack, why? Because I'm a child of God. I'm born again. What happened? You are affecting every energy around you. Praise the Lord. Oh my God. The Lord is gracious and kind. Read this Bible verse again. Two, three, go. Even the whole creation, all nature, which expectantly, right? longs earnestly for good sons to be made known. To be made known. Waits for the revealing. Christianity is also called the great confession. Are you hearing me? Christianity is also called the great confession. You cannot keep quiet. You must not keep quiet as a Christian. God doesn't want you to be talkative, but you must talk, talk of the word. Talk of the word. If I have any more consciousness about the word of God, take for example, I'm, if the Son has set me free or made me free, I'm free indeed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So if the Son has set me free, Amen. Say the Son has set me free. The Son has made me free. The Son has made me free. Yes. John 8, 36. Praise the Lord. If the Son has set you free, had made you free, glory to God. So if the Son liberates you, if the Son therefore shall make you free, he's, he, and what happened? He shall be free indeed. So if he, if he has made me free, made me free, say made me free. So if he has made you free, glory to God. He said you are free indeed. Free indeed. If the sons are making free, you're free indeed. So no more a lot of the people thinking like this. And they say free. And then you're thinking you're free. Your free life happens right there at that moment. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? Everything has already been done. Everything has already been done. 
The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, the Lord, hallelujah, has what? Blessed us with all spiritual blessings. What is the Lord doing right now? He is sitting on the throne. When you pray now, the Lord is not even in the business of answering prayers. He's not even in the business of answering prayers. But pastor, I prayed. The Lord gave me these things. Yeah. The Lord gave you because it's already yours. All things are yours. When you pray, your faith connects. Hello, what makes that thing possible to come to you it was because of your faith. He has already done it. You just press, you know, you just did some coding in the spirit and then it unlocks to you. But the truth of the matter, he has given you all things according to the scriptures. Are you hearing me? He's no longer in the business of answering prayers. Okay, let me look at my file. Um, Jerry, at this date. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. Glory to God. All things are yours. So, the number of respond in the Bosnian law and your revelation of what the Lord has done is your liberation. Are you hearing me? So in whatever area, be it in your finances, be it in your marriage, be it in your relationship, glory to God. If the Son has made you free, if the Son will make you free or shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Glory to God. It's all about the knowledge. My Bible says in the book of Hosea, chapter 4, verse 6, my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Not any other people, but my people, God's people. They are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What type of knowledge? Spiritual knowledge. Not physical knowledge. We're spirit being. We're spirit being. Say I'm a spirit being. You are a spirit being that lives in a body. The body is not you. Praise the Lord. The body is not you. He would have, you know, my matoko is just for your body. But he created you as a spirit being. Men died in the spirit. Men died in the spirit. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. Why did men, how did men die? Because men was removed from the source. If you remove anything from the source, it dies. Remove the fish out of the water because God programmed the water to be the source for the fish. What happened? Fish dies. If you remove the plant from the ground, the plant will die because God has already programmed the soil to be the source or the, or the source of the plant. But when you remove men from God, men die. What happened? Adam and Eve died. The Lord told them, if you eat from this tree, from this fruit, you will die. Are you hearing me? They went, they ate, but they didn't drop dead. <laughs> Did God lie? No, he didn't. Are you hearing me? He didn't lie. What was happening? Praise God. Men heard from another source, which is not God's word. Poison source. And then what happened? He died. He died. Separation from the source is death. Separation from the source is what? Death. Separation from the source is death. Men died. Men died. So, from Adam, 
right up to Jesus, people were just living with their senses and their flesh. But God knew that men died in the spirit. That's why when he came, he died on the cross and settled things not for the body outside of you, but the spirit, the real you that is inside of you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? Because he knew, hallelujah, because life is spiritual. Say life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. Life is spirit. It's not physical. Come on, somebody. That's why if you fail to rule your life from the realm of the spirit, you'll be victim to this world. If you fail to rule your business from the realm of the spirit, you'll be victim to this world. Why? Because the world was under a curse. And the knowledge of the word of God, your revelation, your, your knowledge of the word of God, hallelujah, will make you, you know, what God talks about. Will make you live in God's perfect will for your life. Will make you experience that freedom, the real freedom. Praise the Lord. Many Christians, they've been Christian for many years, but they feel like, you know, in prison. Prison. So much has happened in their lives. They really, they no longer know what is right. Hallelujah. Praise God. The real you is your spirit. That's what matters to God more than anything else. He died so that you are recreated. Amen. He died so that you are recreated. Your spirit is recreated, born anew. Born anew. Suitable. Suitable. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. You are recreated. You are born again. Are you hearing me? Praise God. So that man that is inside of you is a new creation. A total new being altogether. Born of God. Born of God. Overcomer. Overcome the world. Rich. Invincible. Glory to God. Done. Done. You're just like Christ. The same spirit that raised dead, that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. He that raised Christ from the dead shall vitalize your mortal body. Come on, somebody. He says, it's it's in you now. It's in me now. I'm different. I'm different. I'm I'm a child of God. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm free indeed. indeed. You're not trying to be free. You are really, really, really free indeed. Praise God. So, now, in our understanding of the scripture, in the understanding of the scripture, let's go to the book of 1 John chapter 1 verse 3. Hallelujah. 1 John chapter 1 verse 3. This is John speaking. And then he says, That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. Praise God. Because we were living together with him. Hallelujah. We are declaring it unto you so that you may have fellowship with us. And then he says, truly, 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 our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, that which we have seen, that which we have heard, 
Na vika kivi kitu renda, na vika kivi kitu sama roda. Now, this is the reason why we are declaring it unto you, so that you may also have fellowship with us. Then he says, truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. A Christian, we are called to fellowship. We are called to fellowship. Are you hearing me? So, we have been brought into this oneness of spirit and on an inseparable union with divinity. You cannot be separated from God. Are you hearing me? All right. Sister Louisa, can you just stand up for a while? You're born again. Sister Louisa is born again. All right? Come up, come sit down and, and, and face the church. She's born again. Hallelujah. Call the Father Noki, stand up from there. You're born again. Sister Nathan, stand up from there. You're born again. Anybody? Hallelujah. Sister Stacy, stand up from there. You're born again. Say, I'm born again. So wherever you are, as a, as, as a born again Christian, now when you see walking, God doesn't want you to stay there, just to remain, I'm a Christian, I go to church, and that's all, no. At that moment, your spirit is open. There's a door. You can talk to God. You are called to that oneness with divinity. That means you are no longer your own. Are you hearing me? You must communicate to God, you must talk to God in every relationship, be it a father to a son, mother to the daughter, praise the Lord, or the boss, the the boss to the worker. In any relationship, there must be communication. communication there'll be problems. If you're working and your boss not talking to you, things will go haywire in the workplace. No briefing, no nothing, no direction. Are you hearing me? Praise God. So, in any relationship, be it a father to a son, daughter to a mother, praise God, husband to wife, in any relationship, you are called into this relationship. You, you, It's not a joke. He said, truly, a candina, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. When you are born again, at that moment, your spirit now is in an inseparable union with divinity. You must talk. You must communicate. Hallelujah. You must communicate. You must talk with God. Talking to God or prayer is not is, is not is not optional. No, 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 no. That's not prayer at all. Praise the Lord. The masu is even second no 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 number one all things are yours nakatarabulakalo is you talking in a fellowship with him you know deep tongues glory to god are you in this place so wherever you are there's a calling of fellowship he says now truly and dinner our fellowship is with the father and with his son jesus christ are you in this place so, we've been called into fellowship. We've been called into partnership. There's a partnership there. There's a togetherness with deity. Togetherness with God. It's a fellowship of the God kind. Are you hearing me? The God kind must talk. The God kind must discuss. Truly, our fellowship is with the Father. Hey! 
seriously serious? Are you meaning pastor that I can talk to the Father, the Father, the Father? Yes, the Father. Truly, our fellowship is about this with the Father. No one knows about the swimming pool again. I want to close. The story does not end there. They must know there's a partnership they have with the Father. There's a partnership they have with God. How there's a fellowship of the God kind. We have this real fellowship with God. Hallelujah. To so have this real fellowship with God. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, somebody. Hey, come on, somebody. You are chosen. Glory to God. Sing him a ballet on a motorway along Makina. Sing him a ballet on a Mukuroi. Glory to God. By virtue of Christ that is in you. He didn't do anything. He didn't qualify for this. But you, because you were born that way. I told you on Sunday. The devil desired that place. The Bible says he ascended up, up to the clouds. And he said, I want to be like God. But the Lord through Jesus Christ made you to be a source of, of his kind. The devil is not God's kind, but you are God's kind. The associate of God's kind. Are you in this place? Hallelujah. So in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, praise God. Now remain standing. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, Oh my God. Second of all, and the communion of the Holy Spirit. See, this is the order. Say, this is the order. So what happened? I told you, there are dispensations. There are dispensations. There are dispensations. Dispensation is the administration. Like, for example, the dispensation is But the administration is running. So, over the course of a period of time, this is the dispensation or the administration of the Holy Spirit. You support on all flesh. Now, you know, it's not like Jesus. When Jesus was walking the earth, the Holy Spirit was only limited to him in his body. That's why when they go to the world, when Jesus healed the sick, they said, doubt, thank you, They still doubt. Not everybody can believe Jesus in that time. But in our time, the story has changed. A lot of people, there are plenty of us now all, all around the world. People, Praise God. Why? Because we're in partnership with the Holy Spirit. The, in, the Holy Spirit's job is to convict the world, the sinner. Praise the Lord. For the sin. Convict the sinner for the sin. That's why when they hear the gospel, they understand who they are and they respond to the message. Are you hearing me? So this is the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. So he told us, this is, this is the mind of God. Paul is speaking the mind of God to the church in Corinth. He said, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, meaning, oh, hallelujah, the divine ability of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, praise God, the agape of God, and the koinonia, in this walk. Now, Kavika during this time is a call to fellowship. You must have koinonia with the Holy Spirit. There must be fellowship. He says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit. Are you in this place? 
Glory to God. So, on Sunday, he was teaching us here in church how to sell, sell leaders. He said, it's okay that we win souls. They come to yourself, your cell is full, or the church is full. But we must make sure that they are member of the church of God in heaven. Do you get it? He said, I will build my church at the gates of the cell of privilege. As a cell leader, you must make sure everybody in your cell have the same spirit, the same mind, same revelation. Same understanding of the scripture. Hallelujah. Same understanding of the scripture. Are you hearing me? Same level of knowledge. Same level of skills and understanding of the word. Praise God. So, na, na fellowship dina. Kimoka go here na fellowship, eh? Na fellowship involves the rubbing of the mind. When your mind rubs onto another, meaning there's an exchange, there's a discussion. No, no, no. Uh, this has to be the draw, okay, okay. What about Nakaya? And then you agree, is a rabbit of mine. Likos, Kebra, Dila, Atas. Real fellowship means sharing, means talking. Hallelujah. Not talking at the low level, it's talking at the higher level. Say, talking at the higher level. Yeah, the Take, for example, you know, your, your grandson, right? Who's the, 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 the younger one? You may not really be able to communicate to him, to him well. The only thing that you can do is to just to play with him. But to communicate, there are only certain level at the low level of communication. He can understand things at the low level. Praise the Lord. So now to be a mature person, you can communicate with him at that mature level. Mature level of communication. Higher level. Because a person knows you, he knows every word that comes out of you. You know, sometimes when you talk to your teenage son or teenage daughters, and you say, Hey, I'm not doing it. Because you know that person is a grown person. He must understand. Oh, hallelujah. I'm in this place. So, if the Bible says, As long as an heir is a child, he's different nothing from a servant. Servant to the world, servant to everything around you. But the person is an heir, heir of God, joint heir with Christ. Glory to God. So until the person, you know, find himself under, under tutors and governors, meaning pastors and teachers, hallelujah, are trained, and then what happens? They grow. They grow to be a mature person. In that level, they know how to communicate and talk to God. In the level that God wants them to talk to, because God's desire is for you to grow. The word is able to build you up and give you inheritance. So, in other words, the number level in Revelation the most low is your level of freedom. They will matter they play light on the word of God. They reject the word of God. They do certain things in their life. They don't really want to major on God's word. Are you hearing me? When it comes to word of God, they don't want to major on God's word. They say, hey, go, 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 go. It's uh, whatever that you think, Pastor. Say, so, no one in me, you brought to. When you make a they can go, 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 They look forward to the end. They get so that they can choke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bango, Chisu, they marry that. I said, mother, mother. Only one thing is needful. Amen. Only one thing is needful. Why? The word of God is your advantage. Amen. Right now, maybe a young person right now, you're listening. If you're rejecting the word of God right now in this young age, you rejecting the whole world that the Lord has presented for you. 
Praise God. And I think they everything. Glory to God. Pag sa mga sa tosto man ang iwiti, bigyan ang isudong ang ang isudong ang may wango. Sa narawto ng kusipeli, naretsyo. Sa narawto ng kusipeli, naretsyo. TV lang man, TV na 1995. Teka mo tayo may kaya na na sarapon na luto lang ang may open niya ang abuaki na roto to sorapunan lang man yung basis, sorapunan lang man yung basis, sorapunan lang man yung basis, sorapunan lang Fiji has been so bombarded with the word of God. Pagkasahala mo doon ang ngon, makamisa. Mato to kinikyan na nabos ni Kulu. Eh, o, kinatang at kinibalatang mga Godwin. Go, 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 go. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They play light on God's word. But God's word is is vital, is life. The word of God is life. So, we are calling to the fellowship. Amen. So the moment that you become born again, singing like the glow for you to just be wherever you are, you do whatever that you want to do. There's a fellowship. There's a fellowship. Glory to God. There's a fellowship. There's an exchange. Oh, to make a real fellowship entails the rubbing of the mind. Real fellowship involves sharing, talking on a higher level, on a higher level. You, you can only be able to. Involved in a dialogue and a communication and fellowship with the person at the highest level. So the person at the lower level, they don't have fellowship. Are you hearing me? Raw people of a low fellowship. Are you hearing me? That means you have nothing to say. Hallelujah. Take for example, the parent will only deal with the child from that level. Hallelujah. Hey, kaka, kaka, kaka. Tata, tata, tata. tata. Glory to God. Amen. And I say, you know, one way. Men dambe, sit down, and they're talking, and they're talking, and they're talking. Hallelujah. The father explains everything. The other child understands everything. There's an exchange, there's access to the wisdom of God. Amen. There's more advantage. All things work together for your good because you have access to things that the other people do not have access to. Are you hearing me? So people who reject press, people who reject, you know, fellowship with God, that's the level. That's the level. So you will expect things from God to come to you in that low level. Hallelujah. And then you start to become jealous of other people. Hey, no, go, 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 go. Uh, you know, why is, Lord, I, you give $20,000 to that person, but I was asking just for 20 cents. You didn't give me 20 cents. Or $20. Is it too hard for you? And then you complain to God and tell the Lord, I'm not going to serve you again. I'm going. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Like, joy always does this to me. Hey, uh, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, you're, you're, you're not my daddy. <laughs> Sometimes you exit, I know my daddy. I said, seriously, who's your daddy? No, I am only mommy. <laughs> only, only mommy, no daddy. Praise God. That's a communication of a child. But when the person grows up, hallelujah, you'll be able to involve with adult communication. Amen. You'll never find those kind of communication ever, ever coming up again. We're on a level, level stage. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, where you quit, easily quit. No, Sarah. 
I'm going home. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not going to wait to ever again, Lord. Because I told you to do this, you didn't do this, and quit. I will never serve you. I will never read the Bible again. You, you, you think that's okay. But that's your level. Are you hearing me? There's a law. So level the mother, you think, you know, we think that, that we have a far level and you're not, not even praying. Never have a disciplined prayer life. Praise God. Glory to God. Discipline prayer life. We're talking with Randin on that. The amazing power on the disciplined prayer life. Of making sure no prayer life is discipline. Praise God. Discipline prayer life. Why? Because we are called to fellowship. It is truly the one and all. Our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son. So John said, the reason why we are sharing this to you. So that you may know that our fellowship right now is with the Father, is with the Son. Truly, truly, truly. Every fellowship, there's a partnership. You're called to partnership. Glory to God. There's a calling to partnership. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, and another fellowship, particular call is not just a one-way communication. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. It involves the rubbing of the mind, I told you. It involves the sharing, the talking at a higher level where you can understand each other. You understand God, God understands you and there's an exchange of thoughts. Exchange of thoughts. God of Matagali, fellowship where there is a two-way communication. There's an exchange of thoughts. Glory to God. There's a mutual understanding from the both parties. Glory to God for the both sides. So, hallelujah. Amen. The fellowship can be again again close. When God opens your mind to the realms of the spirit for you to understand things at his level. Are you hearing me? That's fellowship. The Lord talks to you in speaking tongues, speaking tongues. Hallelujah. That's the highest form of prayer, speaking tongues. Easiest and the quickest way for you to participate in the supernatural. Speaking tongues, speaking tongues. That's how you develop deep fellowship with God. You deep, develop deep fellowship with God in tongues. Speaking tongues, speaking tongues, speaking tongues. Just speaking tongues, speaking tongues. You realize your senses become sharpened. Order comes into your life. Praise the Lord. Order comes into your life. The chaos gone. Why? Because things, you have access to the higher, higher dimension. Glory to God. Why? The Lord opens up your mind. The Lord opens up your mind. Where? To the realm of the spirit. And then you begin to understand things at his level. Suddenly the fear goes away. You understand things I cannot pick up. Everything is working together, working together for my good. I'm a success. Hallelujah. Maybe, you know, you say, Lord, I... You're, you're praying like this at the start. Lord, I need this. I need this. This needs to be done. But as you speak in tongues, as you in deep fellowship, the communication, communication changes. You understand things from his dimension. You say, all things are mine. It's done. Salome. Hallelujah. There's a different 
level of, of consciousness. Oh my God. Are you in this place? You understand things from his level. Hallelujah. So, you started to see things from the mountaintop. Glory to God. And you started to communicate things from the glory realm. The glory realm. Tell your neighbor the glory realm. Come on, come on, say the glory realm. realm. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, quickly with me. The Bible says, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. Praise God. The Bible says, God is faithful by whom he will call unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ, our Lord. God is faithful. Amen. Into this fellowship with his son Jesus Christ. Amen. The proof of his faithfulness to you. You're telling him he's a but he has given his son. He is faithful. That's why he called you unto this fellowship. How can you prove that the Lord is faithful? It's not just with the songs. Glory to God is fellowship. Because in fellowship, he speaks to you, he talks to you. You understand his mind. You understand his thoughts. Glory to God. You understand that level that the Lord is calling you to operate from. Say, I know who I am. I know who I am. I'm a child of God. So he says in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 18, verse 14, he says, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Communion of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Say the communion of the Holy Ghost. The communion of the Holy Spirit. Oh, the Lord is gracious and kind. Hallelujah. There is no other way. Say no other way. There's no other way to develop an intimate relationship. Not the intimate relationship to be the intimacy, eh? other way that you can develop an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit except by constant prayer nothing else constant prayer, speaking tongues speaking in tongues no prayer point, just speaking tongues the Lord knows all these things that you needed speaking tongues and through meditation in the word speaking tongues, meditation of the word speaking tongues Meditation the word. What are you doing? You are in communion with the Holy Spirit. Communion with the Father. Communion with the Son. Fellowship. Glory to God. Speaking tongues, meditate on the word. What are you doing? You are in an intimate relationship with the Father. That's how it is. Glory to God. Now the Holy Spirit is a person. He has emotions. That's what we learned. Hallelujah. He has a will. He has intellect. He can think. Praise God. So relate to the Holy Spirit that way. Relate to the Holy Spirit as a person. He has, he has, you know, emotions. He has a will. He has an intellect. Glory to God. Relate with Him in that way. The highest means, I told you already, the highest means of communication with Him is how? Speaking other tongues. Praise God. 
The Holy Ghost speaking other tongues will happen. The Lord will make the pre His presence. The Holy Spirit will make the presence of God real to you. Amen. Glory to God. And then suddenly the miraculous will become your experience, daily experience. Everything is miraculous. Your life is a life of unending miracles. Praise the Lord. Come on, somebody. Say, I know who I am. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I know where I come from. And I know where I'm going. The Lord called me to fellowship. Say, the Lord called me to fellowship. I'm not ordinary. I refuse to be ordinary. I'm not like people of the world. I'm not like the people of the world. I'm different. I'm separated. I'm called to fellowship. I'm called to be in partnership, to be in union with the Father, with the Holy Spirit. Oh, I have access. I have access. I know who I am. I'm not just, I'm not living in vain. I'm not living in vain. I'm not living in vain. I'm not born again in vain. There's a definite goal. There's a defined goal. Everything I do is spot on. Everything I do works together for my good. I'm a success. I'm different. I'm not a confused person. I'm wise. And I walk in the fullness of the spirit. I walk in the fullness of the word. I'm different. I'm different. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm strong. I'm strong. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to be poor. I declare that all things are working together for my good. Come on, speak in tongues. Speak in tongues wherever you are right now. You are called. You are called. You are called for that union. You are called for that fellowship. You cannot stand alone. The Lord was faithful. The Father was faithful. That's why he called you into fellowship with the sons. He was so faithful. He, that's why he called it the son. But as a matter of law, you've got to understand there's a level. There's a dimension. There's a level. There's a dimension. But speaking in tongues You are in a different level. You are in a different dimension. tongues. for hours. Speaking tongues for hours, speaking tongues, hallelujah, even days, go for days. When you speak in tongues, the Lord opens up your mind so that you are able to think from his level. So if you are able to see from his level, you will notice your communication change. Everything in your life is a miraculous, is a success. Speaking tongues, speaking tongues. Rakaba, Rakaba. Periodize the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In this year, in this year of the prolific church, the normal ministry, the normal cell, the big cacao politico, and a good money. It will take a movie to the world to give you the matter. There's a rubbing of your mind with the mind of God. There's a rubbing of God's intellect with your intellect. You begin to thought, think differently. The ideas, the creativity coming into your mind is another level. It's a greater level. It's a greater level. Why? You are God is faithful. That's why he called his fellowship with the sun. Stand up with me and speak in tongues. Stand up with me and speak in tongues wherever you are.